0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: Welcome to a Big Squid presentation, Space Pottery, a limited series where comedian Ben Elwood and I discuss some of our favorite science fiction movies. Today is the last episode of season one, and we're finishing with The Matrix Resurrections. The final episode in our Space Podacy series and we're finishing with a bang so thank you very much for swinging by and hanging out with us and look, I'm just going to say this now and I'm going to say it again before we launch into the podcast properly but Ben and I are going to give away a lot of spoilers for this film. It is a dense movie, it will definitely require at least another watch before I'm completely satisfied with my take on the film. And we're going to speak more to the themes of the story and what we believe the makers are aiming for. But to do so, we're going to have to give away a lot. So if you want to see the film first, that's okay. We're right here waiting for you when you've seen it. If you're on the fence, then maybe listening to this podcast will talk you into seeing the film or maybe talk you out of it. Like maybe that will happen as well. Ben and I are prepared for this to be a very divisive experience. So look, If you want to avoid any spoilers, then this is not the podcast for you to listen to today. I'll give you one more warning before we start the chat. I know that seems excessive, but I know you might be, you know, putting on your sneakers to go for a run, or you might be getting in the car, or you might be cooking. Who knows what you're doing at this precise moment that you might miss this part of what I'm saying. So, I'll just do another little reminder before we get closer. In the meantime, the response to the Space Odyssey series has has been through the roof. You guys have been fantastic. Thank you so much. And since it has been a uh, pretty big success, we're going to continue this next year. I was actually having a a good chat with Dave Anthony from The Dollop uh, just yesterday, actually. And the plans for next year are going to be wild and fun. I talked about them with Dave and he made a few suggestions and uh, I thought they were good suggestions, actually. That kind of clarified a few things that I was thinking about. And look, we'll talk more about what we're going to do in early 2022. And I cannot wait to get some of these concepts rolling. But yes, Space Odyssey will be back for another season and then another season. We'll just keep on going because there's heaps of sci-fi movies that we want to hit. So I'm looking forward to getting into that next year. Our Patreon has been a big hit too, and thank you to everyone who signed up so quickly. Uh, Just last week, our Patreon subscribers received two bonus episodes of Big Squid. One was a crossover with the Total Reboot Boys, Cam and Alexei, to discuss Licorice Pizza, the new Paul Thomas Anderson film, which I just loved. Maybe my favourite movie of the year, I'll have to have a think about that. And Ben and I also recorded an episode that was all about the Animatrix, Uh, Apart from bonus podcasts, you also receive a look at works in progress, scripts for the podcast, and you can also have input on our Q&A apps. By signing up, you also receive an episode dedicated to you. And today's Patreon shout-out goes to Ted Theo Logan, who I also know by a different name on Facebook, and I wasn't sure which name to go with. So Ted Theo Logan, I'm just going to go with TTL. Is that okay? I hope that's all right. Do I have to call you Mr. Logan? Mr. Theo Logan? Teddy! I don't know, mate. But anyway, thank you so much for being a part of our Big Squid community and your contribution to the podcast will allow us to continue to grow and experiment. And uh, as I said, we have some big plans for the upcoming year with what we're going to do here. So, yeah, look, we're in for a big one and the plan is to have a lot of fun. So, thank you, TTL, for helping us achieve that. If you'd like to be a part of our community, head to patreon.com forward slash Justin Hamilton underscore big squid and you'll find a tier that suits you. All right, we're going to dig into the movie now. So, here is your last warning. Beware. Spoilers lay ahead as we reconnect with Thomas Anderson. A man who wonders if reality is a physical or mental construct. To discover the truth, he must follow the white rabbit down the hole and into the world of The Matrix Resurrections.
0: Thomas? You seem particularly triggered right now. Can you
1: tell me what happened? I've had dreams that weren't just dreams. Am I crazy? We don't use that word in here.
0: you small and the ones that
1: mother gives you don't do anything at all go ask Alice when she's ten feet tall time to fly and if, you chasing rabbits, if you want the truth near. Yeah. You're going to have to fall on me. The only thing that matters to you is still here. I know it's why you're still fighting and why you will never give up. You don't know me, No.
0: years to be going back to where it all started. Back to the Matrix.
2: It made me laugh a lot last night because we came out of the cinema mm. and we just immediately walked off in other directions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's all we did. Yeah, I know. Everything seemed quite like uh a little bit performative like, well, that was uh, a lot. I'll talk to you Tomorrow, <laughs> yeah, and it
2: was done. And yeah. it, but it was f- so funny because if anyone had been spying on us, and I don't know why you were spying on us, fuck! Don't we give you enough with the podcast? Why do you have to now spy on us? But let if, us have one night to ourselves. But if anyone was spying on us, they would have seen us beforehand at five o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I've got a story for you. Even at one point, you said, "Fuck, you're standing up and doing stand up." I said, "This is my favorite gig of the year." And then, blah, 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 and then we got in. And the main thing I noticed while watching the film yeah. was I noticed. How much you were laughing It's a really funny movie It's really funny It's really funny Yeah, yeah And, yeah, yeah. and that, that wasn't a bad thing It was also, just Also I was
0: that, the laughter of delight The laughter of yes. a child Like oh, well. Yes
2: Yeah So I was having the same thing <laughs> yeah. a, And so it's also that thing of Oh Ben's enjoying this Great Because I'm enjoying this yeah, And yeah. sometimes There were a couple of times When
0: I noticed That we were the two laughing In our area Yes Like hard Yeah well there were a couple of moments Where I really wanted to cheer Yes. And But knew that it wasn't that type of screening. No. You know, but it felt like, man, there's some fucking cheer lines here. Like, let's yeah. go. Even when it the movie started and you saw the green Warner Brothers logo and the
1: yes. yeah.
0: Matrix thing. I, I Like, it took all my self-control not to be like, wow. Yeah. Like, but, why,
2: why, why isn't anyone
0: clapping? Yeah, like, well, I saw... I mean, it's Australia, so...
2: Yes, but I saw uh, the new Spider-Man film, which I'm going to do... uh, People will hear my thoughts on that with the finale of Hawkeye. So I'll do all of Hawkeye and Spider-Man for next week. Uh, And I'm not going to give anything away about that uh, movie, but there were times when people cheered in the studio. Uh, Sorry, in the cinema. And I'll tell you here and now, Hmm. this movie, Spider-Man No Way Home, is bonkers by committee. This This is bonkers. This is fucking bonkers. (laughs) Like, this is one of the most bonkers movies I've seen in a long time. Mm -hmm. Capital letters, Helvetica font, size 32. (laughs) Like, it is insane. Yeah. Let's let's go through some of the segments uh, because...
0: uh, I'll be interested to see how this conversation goes because... It feels like a bit of a fever dream. And, you know, back to what you were saying about us just parting ways at the end of it. Yes. uh, I think what you're implying is maybe someone spying on us would have thought that we had some kind of disagreement or something. Oh, yeah. Because we just were like, bye. (laughs) Yeah. I I was... It was just pure exhaustion. I was... exhausted, ...fucked after this. Yes. Uh, I mean, the two whiskeys... It contributed to that. First two drinks in... Yeah, but it was a two and a half hour movie and it is relentless. It is idea upon idea. There's a dismantling of everything that's come before it. Yes. And I automatically halfway through it knew I need to see this two, three, four more times. Yes. So it would be interesting to see how we talk about this because yes. I, I have like patchy memory. Certain images really stick out. Yeah. But I'm not even sure I know 100% right now what it even... Is.
2: Right. Okay. Well, I've I've done my, like, part of the reason I had to get straight home was, yeah. it was I have to keep as much of this in my head as possible. Because at this point, there's not even a plot description on Wiki, I don't not think. Not really. Yeah, no. Right. Yeah. So, and, and yeah, yeah. you know, there's only about 10 squid bits as well because yeah, there's yeah, yeah, so little information out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But... I had to try and keep it all in my head. I came home and I worked for a few hours. Oh, good job, man. Like, just trying to get it down, (laughs) trying to look at things thematically and trying to extrapolate, (laughs) knowing full well that we are doing this less than 24 hours afterwards. And I reckon maybe let's make a deal and do a follow-up podcast at the end of January. Maybe even just for the Patreon, which is, we've seen it a couple more times. Because I've, I've bought tickets for my friend craig egan cave rave craig egan and and james fosdyke who does our artwork and mickey d and i'm taking them on the 27th that is awesome and that's my little christmas present to them and i've said to the three of them do not look at anything do not look at anything yeah and maybe have this podcast ready to go
0: yeah i would even say at this point don't even watch a trailer. Don't watch a trailer. Yeah. The trailer's great though. The trailer's fantastic, but, don't but watch I, the trailer. I if I could have erased the trailer from my mind before going to this, I would yeah. have. Yeah.
2: So, we have segments. And this is my favourite one, uh, beginning with, when did you first see this movie? Yesterday with me.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. We did it together. Last night. Yeah. It was <laughs> great. <laughs> and it felt so special because, you know, we're so so ahead of everyone and that's rare to see a movie days before, and like most people in the world. Right, have had yeah, very to lucky it. and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. being...
2: In, and we just kind of... Uh, for people who have been listening to all of the Space Odyssey limited series, which I think we can safely say now we'll become a regular thing yeah. next year but the uh, it was it was funny because we when we decided we were going to do 10 movies for Space Odyssey, you made a list of 13 I made a list of 10 mm. neither of us mm-hmm. We no, didn't cross double up, not once. No. 23 sci-fi movies. Yeah. And we picked The Matrix and we, yeah. were, and we left a space open to see if, you know, just you know, seven or eight episodes in. Hey, do you want to throw this movie in? Yeah. Do you want to throw that movie in? And we,
0: and we had a couple of um, back and forths on that. Yeah. There, for a while, I think it was going to be Dread. Yes. There was a couple yes. it was going to be. Yes, uh, yeah. a
2: little a little teaser for 2022. Yeah. We're, we're going to bring Adam Richard in to discuss Judge <laughs> Dredd. So that'll be fun. And he's a big Dread Fan of the comics, so he'll be able to break that. What down. a delightful
0: combo! The the grit and gore of dread talked about by the, the
2: fabulous, fabulous Adam
1: Rich. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's,
2: it, like, it, it's like it's uh, like when you get gravy on your cheese fries, and you think is, is this meant to go together? And then you do, and you the go, yep, it was It is delicious." So uh, so then we just, so then it was like, oh, we saw that the uh, Matrix was coming out, yeah. and then we were just like, well, let's just do the three films mm-hmm. and the Animatrix. Mm-hmm. i would say it's four films really yeah. and uh and then you know i'm I'm heading off to adelaide in a couple of days mm, and then mm. in early january we'll get together and we'll discuss it and then yeah. got the
0: preview and we managed to squeeze this yeah yeah, in yeah. and whew. and may i say uh i it was not my plan to watch the matrix films again before this because mm. in my brain it was like oh yeah and i got them know them really well yeah I am very glad that I watched all three
1: before this. So am this I. So because, am
0: I. yeah, I mean, it, preps I'm, you. Yeah, it really preps you. And look, any. Of course, it was probably always going to be impenetrable if you've never seen the previous three movies, but it is so reference heavy. And so. Um, in the world without giving any real kind of, like, backstory, certain characters show up for little cameos. And if if you hadn't, you know, yeah. watched the previous... I would say it, it more heavily references Reloaded and Revolutions than it even does the original Matrix in a lot of ways.
2: Oh, I think you're right. Mm. Yeah, it's fascinating in mm. that regard. It's... Um, it, funnily enough, it's it feels a little bit... Um, you know there's been some marvel movies where you've gone oh you've just actually made age of ultron relevant yeah 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 totally <laughs> and this has kind of done oh, absolutely. done that but yeah. uh, but also it's self-referential like a dc or a marvel movie but part of that uh, reference is also satirical and pastiche oh, yeah. Yeah. and it's then we will get into that but it's yeah. very much saying something oh 100% yeah. so uh, so Google Me Chuck our segment where the uh, top uh, four responses to uh, when you googled the Matrix Resurrections, and they are all what you would expect. Is Matrix Resurrections a sequel? Can I stream Matrix Resurrections? Mm. What is the chronological order of the Matrix movies? Is Matrix 4 a sequel? So people are like, well, okay, what's going on with this? Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, segment first, context. Normally we talk about the movies before and after, but we can just talk about movies in the lead up. Of course. So and you know just think about this as a run of sci-fi films 2016 Arrival 2017 Blade Runner 2049 2018 Spider-Man Into the Spider Universe so good Uh, uh, 2019 Ad Astra I quite like that I liked Ad Astra yeah yeah Yeah. I think it's I think it's it's underrated and 2020 and it's like and that's not even taking into account Dune or like we're in we're getting some good sci-fi
0: Oh, I, I mean, I'm sure we've talked about it in the hours that we've talked about sci-fi movies, but the last five, six years is uh, a true golden yeah. age of sci-fi.
2: Yeah, it's great. Mm. Uh, segment, the year that was, 2021 movies that are sci-fi. Uh, Finch, The Tomorrow War, Reminiscence, Free Guy, The Suicide Squad, Black Widow. We've already discussed Dune. Mm. This movie comes along at the right point. So yeah. my first question for you is... Yeah. This is the bonkers Matrix movie that I wanted to see. How many minutes into the movie before you realise you should have bought a knife and fork to help carve up this tasty
0: fucking treat? <laughs> oh, virtually immediately, because we start with what's clearly a recreation of the opening scene. Yeah. I mean, before before there's even any physical vision, just the... Yep. of the, of the uh, letters and numbers on the screen... Mm. It's clearly uh, the first shot of the Matrix. Mm. Then we're in the same hotel. We've got this version of Trinity that's not Trinity. Mm. It, it, you know, it, it is the, it, the heart of the hotel um, scene from the original Matrix. Mm. And I think your first thought is because we're kind of been primed on these legacy sequels like mm. Jurassic World. I haven't seen um, the, uh, the the new Ghostbusters, but right. I, I understand they're very, very, very reference heavy. Yep. So I think the movie lulls you into this belief of like, oh, here we go with another legacy sequel. Yes. They're just, you know, going, remember, Remember Berries from South Park. You know, yep. remember the Millennium Falcon? Remember yep. this? Remember that? Yeah. Uh, and then clearly we've got this new character, Bugs, who is either inside some kind of virtual reality mm. or inside the scene or or the world mm. commenting on what's happening but commenting as a viewer would comment on the original matrix mm. as though it is an event that actually happened so immediately you're like what is happening that, yeah. that was the, the thrill that i got in that first two minutes was that genuine sense of i'm so excited because i have no fucking clue what's about to happen over None. the next two hours i None. really don't know what's going gonna happen yeah. and just that that great kind of you know um schrodinger's you know uh Cat. quantum field thing yeah, where you're yeah. like oh fuck like here we are and yeah this will never happen again yeah you'll never be watching the matrix resurrections again not knowing what's gonna happen yeah and it's it's thrilling
2: yeah it's a thrilling feeling and it's like it's it's almost like Bugs is going back and doing what we did mm. with watching the Matrix, but you could be there. Yeah. Like you'd be alongside them watching. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. but as you're watching it, you're going Trinity doesn't quite look right.
0: Yeah, and they're not cops, they're SWAT teams. They've yeah. got machine guns. Everything's you know, it's slightly off. off. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's um, the, the cop isn't the same cop. Yeah. And then suddenly so, you know, then the agents turn up and one of them looks like Morpheus. Yeah. It's like, well what What's happening?
2: Yeah, it's really confusing. Yeah, so straight
0: away. I mean, that's the, that, that's the beauty of it. And I think you knew that as soon as the Warner Brothers logo came up, I'm, I was like hitting you in the arm. Like, you were really excited. Like, yep. oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, and you, but you just knew, Wachowskis we, or whatever. We're not going to be. There's, we're not going to be wasting time. No. This is kicking off now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's no. <laughs> yeah. There's there's no courtesy fingers
0: like yeah. it's it's happening you just yeah like I, I you know i you just yeah you knew that there wasn't going to be a 10 minute preamble or whatever that it yeah. was going to kick off immediately yeah i have you
2: know what i'll save the part of that question i'll save for this next bit but about 30 minutes into the film i nearly lent over to you and said metacometry is dead like this if this is it like it Nothing can ever be more meta than what I'm witnessing yeah. at this precise moment in time. So, uh, like, where, where does storytelling go if 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 meta commentary is done? What's the next part? What's the next move in storytelling? Oh, is it a is it a movement back to sincerity? Like yeah. a sincerity to storytelling rather than always being knowing.
0: Well, that's what I hope. I hope yeah. that it's. Uh, I hope it's the uh, opening the door to new stories. Mm. And, you you know, yeah, like, it's cool to see references to things that you love. Yeah. But, you know, by the end of this movie, like, right near the end of this movie, there's one of the final kind of legacy shots Mm. of the underside of a helicopter with thousands of bullets dropping into Mm. frame. And by that point in the movie, it feels completely redundant. It's like, man, we've had, like... Neo in a cinema with the original Matrix projected on a screen as he's offered a pill again for the second time. Like, this is, like, so... It's become so meta that these, like, oh, remember this shot from the original Matrix? Yeah. It's like I don't, I don't really care anymore. Like we're yeah. so we're past that.
2: Yeah, we see, but we see what you're doing by yeah.
0: going back to it. Yeah, 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 like it's a really clever film. I like people are going to fucking hate this. People are going to hate it. Hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be incredibly divisive because it's also really cheesy. Yeah, it's like it leans into the cheese, and, and it, it's funny, and it's funny. But you've got to be, you've got to be on board for it. Yeah, like I watched one review on YouTube last night. Some guy obviously broke the um, the, the covenant. Mate, people, uh, people are fucking yeah, yeah, of out course. of control. Oh, well, you know, it's like, I'm the first. Yeah. Uh, and he was railing against how he didn't like it because, you know, it was undermining the power of the original Matrix and... And I was just like, I think you've completely missed the point. You know, it's like, oh, they're deconstructing the original Matrix and they're undermining because the Matrix is more than a movie. It's a way of thinking and it's a philosophy. And to say that it's just a movie is undermining. That's not what they're doing at all. That's
2: not what they're doing at all. And besides, they weren't saying it's a movie. They were saying it's a video video game. game, Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: So you've you've already gotten it wrong technically. Totally. And they're not undermining that at all. They're undermining the entire concept of... Franchise reboots, legacy yes. movies, not even undermining it. Just self-reflexively commenting on it and not saying, okay, let's just do it the same way that every other one's oh, done it.
2: The, one of the funniest moments in the film <laughs> is actually not funny. And it's really not funny. Huh. And you see the scene play out and you go, Fuck. Which is the scene where they're talking about how they're going to reboot The Matrix? No, no, it's it's the end credit scene. And that's what's funny about it. That you sit all the way through for a shit joke and that's really funny. Because that's the statement they're making. The statement is, how shit are these bits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they gave us a shit one. So if someone's going to see that and go, that was a lame joke, and it's like...
0: Yeah, yeah. And, But it's still Like it's so lame Well it's so funny Because Cat you know tricks. They talk they're Awful What the fuck Terrible Because they, 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 there's a lot of talk Especially when <laughs> Twin Peaks Came out of Lynch Just trolling the audience And rah 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 Right There's moments of this That are trolling The audience Yeah. Like trolling the expectation of the audience. And they call it very early on when they're doing that pitch meeting about what the Matrix reboot is going to be. And you've got all these soulless fucking corporate people going, the Matrix is bullet time. The Matrix is thinking WTF, what is going on? Yes. Uh, You know, and it's again, all those awful catchphrases that the Wachowskis have had to listen to in every meeting about the Matrix ever since 1998. Um, Yes. But you know they—they they tell you then and there. If you're sitting here waiting for bullet time, you're not going to get it. Yeah. We're not doing bullet time. No, I- we did that. Well, it, it's—you <laughs> know, like
2: it's. It's a story about a guy called Thomas Anderson who has some real issues, yeah. and he's created this amazing video game called The Matrix, of which they did, what, three? Yeah. And it was big, and now he's trying to move on to something else called binary, <laughs> yeah. and no one's interested in that, and that binary thing keeps crashing and keeps having issues, yeah. and then they say, we got to reboot The Matrix uh, video game, and everyone's sitting there, and it's all these assholes that grew up on it telling him, yeah. the guy who created it, what it's about, <laughs> yeah. and that's their telling us fuck you we created this and i sat there going thank you very much you're correct you yep. are right to tell me to go fuck myself Which again
0: kind of <laughs> w- w- which puts people in their place that <laughs> criticize the sequels as well yeah you know because the big criticism of the sequels at the time this isn't the matrix this is you know it's like no, no, no I, I i did the matrix yeah i'll tell you what the matrix is yeah you might not like it and that's your right yeah but it's my creation, I can do whatever the fuck I want with it.
2: Yeah, the, the notes I'd written is uh, they, they're going to make the new game without them if they don't join in anyway, which we know is what was going to happen That <laughs> yeah. with the movies. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit in the Squid Bits, and it feels like uh, Lana's manifesto in some way is, okay, I'll make this, but you know what this movie is about? Me. Hmm. This movie is about me. It is about my two lives coming together to make yeah. a powerful whole, yeah. and it... Um, also feels like them telling everyone with a, with a franchise to go fuck themselves with these constant retread reboots. <laughs> like, it feels like a fucking middle finger to corporate America, yep. bullshit, by the numbers Hollywood
0: filmmaking. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and you know, just finding that really clever way of, do, you know, because I remember one of the big criticisms of Jurassic World when it came out was... Um, Oh, there's the car from the T-Rex attack from right. the original Jurassic Park. Yeah. Oh, here's the shot where the T-Rex roars. Yeah. You know, you remember? Remember? Yeah. To do that in this film, but be able to thread it into the actual narrative of the story so that it actually means something. Yeah. I can't think of another legacy sequel that's done that. Oh, no way. So you're serving two masters. You're, yeah. you're, you're getting the, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. And you, also, it, it's relevant. You know, you know what this is? Mm.
2: This is a blockbuster version of David Lynch giving us Dougie in Twin Peaks yeah. The Return. <laughs> remember remember how we felt about Dougie, where you're like about eight episodes in going, am I ever going to see Dale Cooper again? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. after a while, you're like, oh, well, no, I quite so like funny. Dougie. <laughs> yeah. And then when Dale Cooper comes back, you are rap, but there's a part of you that goes, why did you take Dougie away? Totally, I love Dougie. Totally.
0: There's there's a couple of references that (laughs) this is. uh, uh, I said to you before the movie started that I'd seen a one line review a few days before that said this is the Gremlins two of the Matrix franchise. Now, now
2: I haven't seen Gremlins or Gremlins two. Right, and would you like to just succinctly explain that for anyone? uh, because you explained it to me yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: when I, when I saw that, that's what lit my brain on fire. I was like, right. well, that's interesting. Because right. not only is that a deep cut reference, but yeah. it's an incredibly specific reference. Yeah. The, the, the only, before I say what it means, is the only, uh, for anyone that hasn't seen Gremlins 2, you might have seen Wes Craven's New Nightmare. That's the
2: one that I, yeah. while I was watching it, I was going, oh, this is yeah. Wes Craven. So they're,
0: they're two very similar comparisons in that they're stepping out of the world and commenting on the world. So Gremlins uh, is the Uh, first one the first gremlins is uh, I wouldn't even say it's conventional but whatever it's a a conventional 80s monster movie of of, of, of a boy gets a very cute creature that comes with certain rules Uh, if it hits water if you feed it after midnight a couple of other things it turns into these gross demons called the gremlins Um, and it's very funny and it's very subversive and a lot darker than you remember if you saw it as a kid I would recommend people watch it as an adult if they have good memories of it as a kid it's fucked up yeah it's fucked up there's a long story about why the girl in the movie's father is dead and it turns out that he dressed up as Santa and uh, got stuck in the chimney on Christmas Eve and died and stuffed to death in the chimney and they didn't find out till they could smell his rotting corpse coming through the flume like it's really wow. me- really messed up movie yeah um, and then uh, Joe Dante the director of that was pressured into making a sequel yeah because of the huge success of Gremlins uh, they wanted it to be merchandising extravaganza all the rest yeah and so instead Instead of just making a retread of gremlins, he went uh, it's really hard to explain it's basically it's set in a version of Trump Tower in New York City uh, and it is basically a parody and a satirization of corporate America Mm. and the commercialization of the gremlins. Mm. Uh, So it's the movie kind of stepping outside of itself and self reflexively commenting on the phenomenon of the gremlins. Yeah. And it's incredibly subversive and people fucking hated it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's genius. It's It's a genius, genius film. Like, and all this meta stuff starts happening like at one point the sprockets of the film disintegrate and it turns out that the gremlins have invaded the theatre and they've taken over the projection booth that you're sitting in and and then Hulk Hogan comes into screen going you gremlins put the film back on the spool we want these people to have a good time like really crazy shit Jesus Christ Um, it sounds
2: like it kind of goes Purple Rose of Cairo as well it's really nutty it's
0: really nutty Uh, and so when I read that this Matrix movie is similar to Gremlins 2 as I say it really got me interested and I would say it's absolutely that yeah. especially that first half an hour yeah which i think to me is the best part of the movie the first half an hour is f- phenomenal phenomenal and I, I want to
2: talk about that in a sec but the other thing that it was reminding me a lot of and we've, we've kind of touched on this but we've been pretty uh like uh we've been fairly uh we haven't gone into this mm, as much as mm, we could mm. have, but it reminded me of the last episode or the last issue or chapter of The Invisibles mm. a lot as yep. well, especially with it becoming a game. Yep. You know, like in that comic, the comic has become a game that, it's, that you inhale <laughs> and that you enter the world and, <laughs> and uh, you know, y- your main lead character is now working for a corporation and, yep. you know... He he does the Tom Gleason thing. He dresses. He becomes the enemy to get in from the uh, and, and destroy it from the inside. Absolutely, just, just as Tom Gleason did it to the Australian entertainment industry. <laughs> but um, uh, and this film feels like it really just doubles down on all of that. But uh, you know, one of the reasons I'm really glad that we uh, rewatched all of the films is mm. because I had misjudged them when they first came out mm. and had underestimated how much they were from the second movie, trying to undercut the typical hero's journey. So it really, re-watching it, got me ready for, well, this is actually, if you think about it, the natural progression of where you would take the story. Yeah. Like you would actually, like if you follow the beats that they've gone, of course the next step is complete undermining but also, there is a level of sincerity to it. Like, there is a, there yeah. is a love for the characters. You know, sometimes the Coen brothers get this. Yeah. Uh, sometimes David Lynch gets this. It's like, I just feel like they don't love their characters, which I don't agree with that. No. But in this one, I think you cannot doubt for any second when they are being a, a pastiche and when they're being flipping the finger to uh, corporate America, when they are... Undermining everything that you think you believe about it. There's never any moment where you do not feel the love oh, for, totally. for Neo and Trinity.
0: Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. You're right. It is the logical next step because I mean, if 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 Reloaded is deconstruction of the genre, yeah, this movie is meta deconstruction. It's yeah. like the next level up from you yeah. know. It's 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 deconstruction from without. Yeah, Reloaded is from within. This is from without. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And resurrections is uh, sorry, uh, revolutions is also like mm. by that stage, it's just all bets off with yeah. what story you're trying to tell. Yeah, uh, great performance by Keanu. Um, what did you think of this warmer, more fragile version of Neo?
0: I liked it, and it and it um, it by virtue of him kind of uh, being more. V- vulnerable although it's not more vulnerable it's an extension of a vulnerability that was always there he's just it's just the vulnerability that maybe comes with age yeah your heart opens well, up a bit more and you're more uh, well, well, fragile well he's just you know like we he's damaged he yeah. at one point he
2: like at the height of his popularity and the, the height of his success with these matrix video games mm. he lost focus of what was real and what wasn't real and you, we see him try to step off a building
0: yeah absolutely but
2: we also see that scene from other people's povs, and it's fascinating because in those moments he doesn't look like Neo; he mm. looks like someone completely different, mm-hmm. which is also great.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think his his stepping back and uh, it, it, it's what it's what gives room. It's, I was going to say allows, but that's the wrong word because it's not about the power dynamics at all. It, it's what gives. Space and room within the context of the movie for Trinity to become to lean into a power that was again always there, yeah, but can fully flourish within the context of her. Why am I saying spoiler alert? The whole podcast is spoiler alert. To become uh, be, to become uh, not yeah. the one, but a one, yeah. You know, it, 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 it's something that we never got to see, but it kind of was implied inherently in all three Matrix movies that she is just as has just as much ability to fly and become the one as Neo does but was never afforded that opportunity because the one uh, whereas this movie allows that allows the room for that to fully flourish well I've I've just scrolled down to something
2: that I wrote for much later but I'll say it now because it kind of feels Mm. perfect while I was writing notes for the script last night I was just writing down and asking question after question Mm. and these were the questions that it all went down when I looked at my list. It mm. was... Is this a story about a man who gives a woman a choice and in making her choice she saves him and herself? Or is it a story about a stale culture that only wants the entertainment of tick boxes rather than have anything real to say about the world? Or is it about transitioning and the way the soul will always remain true no matter the outer shell? Or is it a story about writing a story because if you didn't write the story, someone else will write the story and most probably fuck the story. Is it an action movie? Is it a love story? Is it a comedy? In the end I wrote, is it worth it? And underneath in bold capital, underlined letters, I wrote yes. Just as Tenet is 100 Nolan the French dispatch is one hundred percent Wes Anderson. Licorice Pizza is one hundred percent Paul Thomas Anderson, this is one hundred percent Wachowski, and
0: what a relief. Oh yeah, it's all, it's all of those things all at once. <laughs> all at once. It's all of those things all at once. All of, all at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it never forgets to be a Matrix movie. Yeah. Yes.
2: Like I, I, mm. The only the only the only real flaw that I think there is in the film, mm-hmm. apart from like It's going to be, if you're on board, you're on board. If you're not, I I think you're going to struggle. My only real uh, flaw with the film, and it was weirdly, the the only thing we briefly touched on last night was the action scenes. It's a bummer, man. Like the, not not so much the action, but Mm. the fight scenes were just a bit
0: by the numbers. Yeah, and I really, yeah. And I don't understand, to me that, has to be a production issue whether it was budgetary concerns whether it was they didn't have time maybe covid fucked it up well you will get
2: into the squid bits later but covid shut this movie down for a while
0: but you know to go uh, it's the only thing i can't reconcile myself with because there's a couple of things i have issues with but i'm like yeah whatever again it's kind of like what i default to with the sequels where it's like there's so much good in it I'm not going to nitpick over minor quibbles that I have with certain performances or whatever but the action specifically the fight you have gone from you know letting these people have nine months of training so that you can lock that camera down and go holy shit that's Hugo Weaving and Keanu Reeves going for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and in this, it's chop, 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 chop. Even certain moves that where it's like, you no, know, he is running up that wall and doing it. It's like, w- dude, hold it, hold the camera. Why are yeah. you, why are you Paul Greengrassing me? Yeah. Why aren't you letting yeah. me see this? Yeah. Uh, and then I noticed in the credits they didn't get Master Ping, the wire kung fu expert that they had on all three previous yeah. movies. I don't know if, uh, maybe he's not even alive anymore. I have no idea. Um, but they, they clearly didn't have that uh, fight choreography team and um, it just felt like a normal, it felt like Marvel action, I hate uh, to say, where yeah. it was just like, is that even Jonathan Groff throwing that punch? Because I can't even really see his face because the camera's cutting so fast. Or is it just an anonymous stuntman?
2: Yeah, I, uh, he's, he's still alive, but was, was, he is 76. 76.
0: It was. It was that. that, Yeah,
2: (laughs) that might be why they didn't get it. It was just a. It was just
0: a bummer because, like, you know, more than bullet time, what the aesthetic of the Matrix movies is is that exquisite choreography and the fights and all the rest. Yeah, and to not get that. And to me, it didn't feel like the subversion of like, "Hey, hey, hey you think the Matrix is about fights? We're not going to give you what you yeah. think it's about because they still gave us fights. They were yeah. just—I, I, I, I'm sorry to say—they were subpar. That was subpar fights. Yeah, uh, in comparison to what had yes. come before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, very conventional. It didn't. It to me, it didn't feel any better than Black Widow or something like that, where it's like, oh, okay.
2: I wouldn't go that far, but mm. I, um. But I didn't think they were as good as the normal that ones. That big
0: fight where the Merovingian shows up and there's the old programs yeah. and the and Nearest It was me. It was like, what the fuck's happened? Like, yeah. And also, there was no wide. It was all close. It was all it close. Was all so close. It's that's, it that's like, that's,
2: Who's, who the fucks punching who? But that's what makes me think that's a that's a COVID situation
1: because mm. it shut
2: down for so long. Like, like yeah, right. Lana nearly didn't finish the film. Really? Yeah. Okay. had to
0: kind of be talked into it so I wonder if there was <sighs> compromise it's a bummer yeah it's a real bummer because I feel like and, and I think that that's what the and, there, and as we say there are going to be big detractors to this film that's what they're going to glom onto big time right they're going to glom onto there was no fucking bullet time the fights were shit you know, and they're going to get. They, I think they're going to get lost in the weeds and right. not take in the overarching. Like, there's a lot I, of I, really good stuff in this. I, I, I think the action. Is the still action good. was cool. The, the, so the, the last scene on the motorbike was great. Oh, like all the stuff
2: going in and out of the mirrors and things yeah, yeah, that flipping. that was beautiful, and, beautiful. Beautiful.
0: Yeah, I thought all of that was done really well. You know, that that the, the shot of Bugs and Morpheus running down the hallway. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I just because because it, it had so much early promise. There was that amazing shot. Which is in the trailer of Bugs back yes. off the building, yeah, and <laughs> the crumbles. Like, whoa, yeah. You know, it's like fuck. Is this and, and and for me, it never there was never an equivalent shot of like whoa after yeah.
2: that. Did they have a flipping over the mo- uh, the police car firing at them? Yeah, but that's... again, it was just chop 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 chop. It was all a bit too quick, wasn't it? Too Whereas quick. Uh, normally they would sit with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, you know, it's but, fine. That's fine. Uh, Trinity's story is fascinating, but. Uh, One of my highlights. And uh, when... um, You know, because her character is called Tiffany. Mm. And she doesn't know that she was ever Trinity. Mm. And she lives a life. And Mm. she's got a husband. And Mm. she's got kids. Mm. And when... it, It seems like... Uh, oh, by the way, just while I think of it, Neo looking in the mirror and, you know, he sees himself as Neo, mm. but everyone else sees him as this schlub video game person. <laughs> yeah, 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 Well, doesn't that feel like Lana's telling us something oh, about yeah. her life? Yeah. You know, what she used to see when she looked in the mirror. So totally. that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but also it doesn't beat you over the head with it. Like that's one of those things where you could just let it go but if you want to look further into it you get well, they something even make, interesting. they
0: even make a joke about it in that giant pitch meeting when all those corporate people are like saying what's the matrix about you hear one of them go it's a metaphor for the trans experience yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny
2: it's so funny um but i love it when uh, so when tiffany is being woken up and uh, and trinity's back and then you know the suddenly the husband you know what what were what mainstream women are meant to be, wives with their children. Mm, mm, and he's mm. clawing and they're clawing at it, You gotta come back, you gotta come back to us mm. And the way she turns around and gets really fucking angry saying, You use children Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's <laughs> great. Yeah. What a great statement. I almost would have liked to have seen more a couple of more scenes of Trinity equivalent to what the Neo scenes were like just her and her life kind of not f- feeling things aren't right if, if there's a three hour cut of this film I'd be wrapped <laughs> bro I'd watch yeah absolutely you know, oh, like, absolutely.
1: Like
2: I would, I, I could have gladly sat there yeah. in that world, exploring it like you said, like yeah. like a video game as yeah, well. Yeah,
0: yeah. But just a, just a couple of scenes with her, just in you know, her day to day life, going, ah, this doesn't feel good. Yeah. And I think that made maybe would have made the resonance of her tearing away from it at the end pop a bit more. Oh yeah. If we'd uh, seen a couple of shots of her, just you know, on a picnic or whatever with her family and everything's ostensibly great, but she's just sitting yeah. there, kind of glazed, like. Ugh.
2: Well, you know, it's a it's a thing where you know it's not something that's really talked about but uh, and I, we've talked a little bit about it on this podcast but it's uh, there's this fascinating thing that society doesn't talk about with women uh, like trinity's character is older but women somewhere in their mid 30s suddenly looking around and going i've got a nice husband i've got some nice kids i've got a career what else is there? Yeah. And like, I, I I deserved, or or am I meant to get married now? Or am, yeah, like, am yeah, I expected yeah. to have children now? You know, like they'll, you know, I. This is over a number of years of hearing these uh, friends of mine sort of say, you know, they'll talk to their parents or they'll talk to their husband and say, I just feel like I'm missing something in mm-hmm. my life, and the and the response always is, have a kid. Oh, Get a dog Always Get a cat You know yeah. it's always yeah, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing So for me That particular moment really popped Of you, you, her being furious You use kids to try and keep me here Yeah yeah yeah, well, yeah. That's kind of what society does To, oh, totally. to a lot of women yep. You know yep. uh, I also I enjoyed the comedy of Neo not being able to fly And I loved the <laughs> audaciousness that it, Trinity can now fly Yeah I
0: loved it Beautiful It was great Yeah because there was that moment where they jumped off the building and I was like, they're not going to just hit the ground, are they? Well, like that, was, That's going to be a hell of a message if they just die now, jumping well, off a building. Because like, it seemed for a second they were. Well, you, you've just given
2: us an action-packed scene where normal people in the Matrix living their lives mm. are suddenly turned into agents who just run and throw themselves out of windows yep. and become hurtling missiles to kill (laughs) Trinity and Neo on motorbikes on the street and you just watch people going as digital things that fall apart and I remember I could hear you laughing so fucking hard over this cacophonous noise and I was like oh my god like what the fuck are we watching and that's why when they do pause leaping in the air I had the same thing I was like no. They're going to fucking kill them off.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then she flew and I was like, oh, no, of course. Yep. No, no. That makes sense. Just great. Um, reducing Neo to a video game programmer is funny. Also says a lot about how we approach our lives in the Western world. Um, mm. You know, watching him just on a treadmill, like literally. Mm-hmm. Literally mm. on a treadmill. One of the things that I really liked about showing this very boring you know life that he's doing the things that he's expected to do it made their ages relevant mm. you know like it, it was important that he's that age it's important that Carrie Ann Moss is that yeah. age yeah. and I really like that aspect of, uh, of the storytelling because mm. it, it brings it in in a subtle way but it's 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 not just that they're older this is important
0: this is their age suggests life experience Oh, absolutely! Yeah. yeah, 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 and also kind of like um, you know that uh, surrendering to a, a rut. Yeah. That wouldn't is not as easy to do when you are younger and more full of beans. <laughs> yeah, and have hope. Yeah, 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 but yeah, or or, or or can see some alternative paths or potential alternative paths. You know, I think one of the cruelest things about getting older is the kind of ossification that starts to happen. Yeah, uh, and 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 a and a uh, solidifying of your definition of who you are and what you can hope to expect.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> we
2: can hope to expect. Jesus Christ! You know, there is also like a mild criticism of uh, the people who. You know, I think this is probably more an American criticism than a worldwide criticism. But the fact that we know for a fact that millions of Americans pop something not to feel anything day after day after day. And, you know, those moments of him just popping his pills and... Trying to connect, there's some really fascinating moments of Keanu like laughing and smiling, which is, it's you know when he's like, God, I haven't seen him really do that in a movie
0: for Dude, a while. That shot of him when he's like staring at himself in the mirror and then yeah. he like doinks the mirror yeah. to see if it'll ripple, and then he yeah. cracks up like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's great. <laughs> yeah. he's so good. Yeah, but you know, like, uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but I've you know I've never been a fucking Digital superhero with feeling like I've got an alternate life. Yeah, but I've definitely had that feeling many mornings of just like, what, what, what is this? What, are we, Hi, what, what is this? What are we? What are we doing? Like, yeah, like feeling very kind of trapped in a cycle. So. You- I would say that I have had a pretty good 2021. Mm. Oh, good, and, for that's a, good for you. Sorry? Good for you. That's a rare thing.
2: You know, like, yeah. like a personal... I'm not saying that the world hasn't been anxious. Yeah. I'm not saying that I haven't had moments of anxiety. Yeah. I'm not saying I haven't had moments of doubt. But when I look back at the rest of this year, I feel like professionally it's been a really... Yeah. Uh, you have had a good year. Solid year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't tell you how... I am already l- trying to look at how I can get out of some of those jobs for next year. And it's not because of, like, everyone's treated me really well. And uh. I've, I've enjoyed working with those people. Uh. but.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile.
0: With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing.
1: Mint Mobile unlimited
2: premium wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch.
1: $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Uh-huh. Like, what What happens on episode 196 of The Chase? Uh, like, uh, yeah. like, you know what I mean? I, I'm so afraid of a life that repeats itself that I've got to be careful not to cut my nose off to spite my face over jobs that are great and can kind of keep me going.
0: Isn't it crazy? Because it's that thing of, like, what a privilege to be able to not have to worry about... You know, like, I, I'm returning to a job uh, in a couple of weeks yep. uh, that is essentially freedom yeah you know financial freedom work from home freelance can do it whenever i want you know i could could literally go and live in a cabin in the woods and as long as i've got a wi-fi connection yeah fine and you would think (laughs) that there's a sense of like woohoo yeah there's such a sense of encroaching dread oh yeah Because it's like Okay, yeah. like you're going to go back to that and yeah. write these things over and over and over again. Yeah. And just that that real sense of like, is this just what it is now?
2: I feel that way about this podcast. I, I need the podcast to keep evolving because mm, mm, I, mm. I can't bear the... like That's what killed me with the old podcast. Mm. Uh, can you take this photo, please? Mm. I just got to a point where the format was like dust in my mouth. And even though <laughs> it was a successful podcast and I ostensibly enjoyed doing it, I just got to a point where it was like... Like, something needs to change. And then I got really sick with uh, mm. the uh, kidney stones and all the operations mm, with that. Mm, and mm. then I just kind of let it drift because I didn't have the uh, capacity to yep. concentrate and find a way. So, yeah, you know, seeing seeing people push against that, regardless of it being the
0: world of the Matrix, was uh, deeply relatable. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's um. You don't want to be one of those, you know, like Eddie McGuire or something, you know, hosting Millionaire Hot Seat for twenty fucking years. It's oh my just god, like, man! Like what? You don't look like you're having a good time anymore.
2: No, no. I reckon. I reckon you probably like earn a million dollars and go. I've I've had shits that have been more satisfying. Oh yeah. Totally. Like, I'd love to get to that point where I was just like, no, oh, no, oh, another million dollars.
0: Another
1: million. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is also, uh, once again, this is also a movie about uh, you've got to be careful about the, uh, you know, the stories that you tell yourself mm-hmm. because you can then become slaves to those. Oh, you can yeah. become slaves to those stories. You can be a slave to the way you feel like you define yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's, I used to, I remember. I remember there was, a, uh, like, I remember someone saying to me, oh, you, oh you're, one, you're one of the good guys in comedy. Yes, I like, don't call me that. Mm. I don't want to be, I don't want to be the good guy. Mm. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be anything that is just a one sentence thing because mm. it's inadvertently dismissive and also it just sets you up for Mm. failure like if you're always the fun guy at the party or you're always the good person or you're always Mm. the intellectual Mm. well what happens if you're bummed out at the party Mm. or what happens if you fuck up Mm. or what happens if rather than say something intellectual you just want to put the microphone to your asshole
0: and fart
1: like it's
0: like yeah well i mean that's uh, that's (laughs) that's that's something I've, i've very much appreciated about our relationship and not just um personal but work working wise yeah. you're one of the first and to this day one of the only people in comedy that ever kind of allowed me the room to be something other than oh he's the guy that rants and raves oh yeah 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 you know yeah. and was very and was very generous and verbal with that yeah. From the outset, of like you know, kind of saying, "Oh no, I, I, you can do more than that, and you are more than that."
2: Yeah, yeah, um, I, I say that to my friends as well. Like yeah. you know, it's like like people who aren't performers. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know what I'm like. I'm always negative. And I said, No, you're not. Mm. Oh, you know me. I'm always dark. No, you're not. Mm. You're really happy. Yeah. yeah like yeah. sometimes you get dark, but that's because of you know you're actually really optimistic and you get injured. You know, it's like
0: yeah. which is which is a real gift you can give someone to be honest. Because uh, you know, I've got I've got friends outside of comedy that uh, you know acknowledge that hey, you're a three dimensional person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not just this one thing. Yeah. But you know, especially in comedy, you. After years and years and years of people just going, "Oh, you're really negative. Oh, yeah. you're a nihilist." Yeah. It's like I don't think I am, but maybe I am because that's all anyone ever says. That's all anyone ever says to you, <laughs> and they, you know. And, and and this is and
2: like getting back to this film, it's like they're telling Thomas, yeah. you know, this is who you are and this is what you make. And what yeah. are you doing over here? Come back and do this. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And this is what the Matrix is.
2: Yeah. By the way. In the, in the trailer, I didn't... Uh, actually, this is one of my... Squ- oh, I'll, I'll say it for say squid it. bits. Oh, you know, one of the things I wrote down was um, in hindsight, the trailer is actually much cleverer than I realised because uh, the joke at the end of the trailer where Agent Smith, who we don't know Mm. is Agent Smith at this point, says that line about, isn't it great, we're going back to where it all started, The Matrix, Matrix. which which sounds like a goofy blockbuster line. And it is but it is also indicative of the madness of the first 30-odd minutes yeah, of the yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, Like, yeah. like they're, they're hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Hey, when you come to see this film, this is bonkers. Yeah. And here's the line that's going to let you know, but you're not going to know until you see this film. And then you're <laughs> sitting there going,
0: oh, yeah. I saw... Because, you know, obviously I went and watched the trailer again last night.
1: So and, did I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: someone had written a comment underneath it going... um our parent company, Warner Brothers, was going to make this movie, whether we liked it or not, is an actual line from the movie. Yes. And then there's like 300 replies under it going, Yeah, nice troll, bro. There's no fucking way that's a line from the movie. And it's like, yeah, No, it is a, it's line a line from the
2: movie. Yeah, it's a direct line. It's a direct line. <laughs> I, I, that was so, that was a funny moment in the cinema when that line hit because I could hear people laughing and mm. I could hear people groaning. Oh, I thought
0: it was fucking brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. So funny. But
2: it's funny, I think there is. I think if you're not on board with it yeah. you'll find that well oh, that's cheesy mm, but it's mm. not cheesy it's tongue in cheek yeah it's, again, it's the Gremlins 2
0: of the Matrix franchise. Oh, it's, it's very so aware good. of what it is.
2: Uh, this is a quite a poignant film that never forgets to have fun while once again subverting our expectations. Mm. Um, a friend asked me... <laughs> yeah, one of my friends texted me last night and said, what's it like without giving anything away? And this is what I came up with. It's like the Beatles singing, all we need is love, but when you look closely, it isn't the Beatles singing, but it's their wives singing, with the band playing their instruments in full Sergeant Pepper's costume. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's like, so
2: it's like, hang on, I'm getting everything I want,
0: but I'm not. Hang yeah. on, what's happening? Yeah, 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 and it's bonkers, and I'm still enjoying this.
2: <laughs> it's, uh, it's interesting uh, that in this film, Neo's main weapon is to create shields. Mm. Isn't that kind of fascinating? That yeah. it's everything is shielding, everything is mm. protecting. Uh, it kind of, it kind of made the fight scenes. Uh, I wonder. if... Look, I'm, I don't know about this. I'm just thinking of this right now. Mm. But I wonder if the fight scenes are the reason they're disappointing is because mm. they're the parts of the film that Lana has the least interest in now. Maybe. Which does it It's not. It's not giving a pass on it. Yeah. But I wonder if
0: that. I still. If that is in fact true, I still think that there's a more interesting way of doing it, or even subverting it. Yeah. Than. It, Punch, 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 punch. Cut, 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 cut. Yeah, because I, I, don't actually. I reckon think it's that's, probably a COVID I, thing. Uh, it might be a COVID thing, I don't, and I don't think it's true because there's still some sadistic little flourishes, yeah. like the, the, the train fight. There's some sadistic oh, moments yeah, in that. Yeah, 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 the train fire. chucking someone out of a bullet train <laughs> out <laughs> the window. <laughs> uh, um, you know. <laughs> there's so, a lot of there's a lot of wait, and then a lot of people jumping out of buildings. What is yeah, like yeah, yeah. what like, you know, there's there's still a delight in the in the sadism of some moments. Mm. Um, yeah, maybe I, I I can only say it's a covid thing. Yeah. Because uh, you know, because uh, Lana Wachowski is so known for being so um, adept at, like, crazy action. Yeah. Like, that Jupiter Ascending movie is dog shit, but there's some still, like, action moments in it that are like, whoa, that's yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, I think they also didn't get John... I think his name's John Gator. John Gator. He's the guy that created Bullet Time. He was right. the special effects supervisor of the original Matrix. I'm not sure he's on this. Right. I mean, it, it, aesthetically, it felt very different. Yeah. And, you know, the, the look of The Matrix... It doesn't have that green hue. No, it's a, It is the Matrix that was created at the end of oh, Revolution. Yeah, that more golden hue yes. Matrix.
2: Yeah, and you see it, uh, like if you know, if you watch the opening trailer, it's in that very first scene mm. that it's that. It mm. is. It is incredibly uh, interesting to have that new version mm. of uh, mm. the, the Matrix as the place that we're in, and uh, it also gives us an excuse to upgrade.
0: Yeah, and we so. do get the greeny Matrix in. The video game version that's yeah. within this new Matrix. Yeah, you know, there's that awesome scene with uh, the hybrid of Smith and Morpheus realizing yeah. that he's in a program. And yes, you get the green rain going down the mirror. Yes, it's great. Oh my lord! Looks like, cool. well, is uh,
2: let, let's let's talk about some of the actors. Yeah, um, Yahya Abdul Mateen too <laughs> as the new Morpheus. Uh, <laughs> man it was overwhelming how yeah. handsome and charismatic he is on the big screen yeah. like i thought it in watchmen yeah but it doesn't mean it's going to translate to the big screen and, and then, he's
0: wearing those sweet fucking suits and he's fucking funny yeah
2: he's really like he's he's kind of like He's the knowing Morpheus. Yes. He's the Morpheus that gives a speech at the cave and then turns around and says, "How did I do?" Yeah, like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> he's so good. At- yeah, the non-self-serious Morpheus. Yeah, yeah, and also he's not real. Mm. Like it's <laughs> yeah. Well, and he's got elements of Smith. Yes. So there's like there's there's a lot going on with that. Yes. Which, you know, which satisfied all the criticism early on of like, why isn't Lawrence Fishburne reprising his role? We he can't. He's dead. Yeah. It's it's not Morpheus. It's not Morpheus. It is Morpheus, but it isn't Morpheus.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a new version. Yeah. It's it's a, it's an uploaded version of Morpheus. <laughs> and we see the original Morpheus in, yes, in, in statue, statue form. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he was great, don't you think? Yeah, he like was he was. Every scene he was in was mesmerizing. From yeah. looking at the mirror mm-hmm. and touching it and freaking out to because when he first turned up as an agent, I was like, oh, and then it was like, oh, hang on, mm-hmm. it was like so many whiplashes
0: like you need yeah. a little neck brace for this film so good i mean yeah he, he uh, other than obviously keanu and carrie ann him and him and bugs are the mvps of the Woo. film bugs yeah that was awesome gonna be, jessica henwick was was unbelievable
2: yeah. um Love the way she talks to Niobe, where she makes the quip about you just want to make strawberries. It yeah. so felt like, you know, <laughs> like in the real world, we're having a crack at people who just want to be on the treadmill and what, like, what are you getting healthy for? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And her she's like, oh, yeah, I know that you were a war general and, uh, you cheated on Will Smith, but apart from that, all you do is make strawberries. You know <laughs> Did you cheated on Will Smith.
0: Oh, uh, there was I thought they were in a uh, polyamorous relationship. Oh, those I don't two. know. I only saw those it. Two they,
2: I saw it as a thing on. Uh, you know when you see a, a headline and the, and of course because people are insane she. Told Will Smith in a in a special. Oh and, right, yeah, you know, because that's what you want to do. I've, like <sighs> the next time I have something really wrong personally, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm going to film show. it. Yeah, 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 because yeah. yeah, that's the world that we live in. But um, uh, one of the, Bugs is such a great character. She was fantastic. Mm. Like I, like if the new series, like if they kind of almost said, now we're going to follow Bugs and. And Yeah. I'd be like, okay. Oh, absolutely. If they wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the many messages in the film is that I took from it was that it's like, lots of people want to be comfortable and not want to think, but you don't have to be like them. And that's kind of what Bugs feels a bit like, you know. Yeah.
0: yeah, And that also those people, they're, they're, they're as entitled to live that life as you are entitled to live your life. Yeah. There wasn't the same kind of... Um, We must wake everyone up as in the original Matrix, which which was never going to work. No. That, that was a very... I mean, I think... The, I'm trying to remember. Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm grabbing at a memory. But wasn't there a part in this where it was like, hey, you know, in the late 90s, we thought everyone wanted to wake up and now we realise they don't. And that's... Yeah, it was something... There's some kind of reference to that. Something like that. Was that to the video game or was that to no, them I think waking it was in, people up? I think to them waking people up out of yeah. the Matrix. I think so, one of the... Maybe the prison guard in Zion says... Oh, yeah, it, um, right. About... Oh, not Zion. Io. I.O. Um... But, yeah, talking about how that was actually a really naive kind of late 90s perspective that, you know, maybe everyone doesn't want to wake up. Yeah. Well, I I think that is... um. That's 100% true. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure I want to wake up anymore. Oh, my God. Put me back in the Matrix, please. Like,
2: you know, like, you know, maybe the true hero of the Matrix is Cypher. (laughs) Totally. Um, Of course... um, Oh, anyway, I just look something up, and I'll do that later on. Um, love Jonathan Groff as the new Agent Smith.
0: Oh, you liked him? Yeah, that was I, a bit iffy.
2: Uh, I I like that actor, and yeah. I feel like he is. I don't think I don't think Hugo Weaving is indicative of that kind of person now. Whereas, no, I thought I felt like he was more indicative of that kind of version of Agent Smith now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and,
0: and I don't think you could have brought Hugo back. Uh, not in the context of how the character's depicted and, uh, and and the rules of the world. Yeah. Like, he's clearly inhabiting a new shell.
2: Yeah. Um, and he's very much... Um, I, I like that he's, he's comfortable. He's having a good time. He's having a great he time. He doesn't want to go back. Don't, don't take me back. I live here now. <laughs> you know? I'm going to kind of... He felt, he felt very much like a... Um, like, it's interesting... Because of you, you first meet Agent Smith, and he's just the bad guy. And then as he, like, he progresses, like he becomes more. Yes. And so now he is he is something bigger. He is something more complex. Yeah. But he's still got that you know those little bits of cruelty, and he can still yeah. He's he's a he's a proper, um, you know, he's he's the perfect he's like Submariner you don't know if he's on your side or not do you know what I mean yeah. like he's here for himself and if that if I have to help you to help me
0: I'll do it yes it's not as it's not as um Manichaean that yeah. that, that is one of the aspects of the movie that and a lot of the IO stuff is stuff that is which why I need to see the movie again yeah because uh, I feel like for me past about the 45 minute mark and we said this last night it's not that I checked out It's just that I was so overwhelmed. I was like, oh, I... It was in that moment that I was like, I need to see this again. Yeah. And I'm just going to enjoy the ride now rather than trying to deconstruct, you know, what does this mean? What does that mean? Because I'm like, the first 45 minutes was so mind-bending. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, the second half of the movie is so insane. You have a Morpheus made out of ball bearings riding a giant robot flying fucking dolphin manta ray, manta ray. into yeah, machine yeah. city it's like yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> what is that I mean I, I, mean, I, I remember cracking up really hard yeah. around that part yeah just laughing hysterically like, yeah. this is so insane now
2: yeah like it's <laughs> like you are this is great like it, it's it's funny like my criticism of Zion when mm. I first saw it in uh you know the matrix reloaded yeah. to it, now it's like well just like it's not what I really wanted to begin with yeah but now that you're leaning into it and and IO is uh, this, you know, new updated version yeah. and Zion, obviously, you know how we said at the end of the third one, it was like, who wants to still live there? That place would be fucked. And yeah. it's like, well, they don't live there anymore. Like, yeah, they yeah. have moved on.
0: And they acknowledge, I mean, it didn't go as far as to be another level of Matrixes like we were... Um like we were suggesting, it might be, but they do say Zion was like the Matrix. Yeah, it was in just. I thought they were going
2: to say that at yeah. uh, that point. Yeah. And, um, yeah, interesting. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I enjoyed the new Agent Smith and the way he was just kind of coming in and out, and you know, being the boss of the video game was yeah. a nice little touch. Yeah. Um, ha-
0: uh, are you a Neil Patrick Harris fan? I, I wavered. I, towards the end, there was a, maybe a little bit too much ham for me. Right. Uh, but again, I just need to see it again. I need to see it again and reassess. You know, it's going to be a very different rewatch when you know where it's all going. Oh, I think yeah. when you're in that real kind of quantum field of like, fuck what is happening. Well,
2: this is what I mean about it. It's like, we'll probably have to do a follow-up in January just to kind of yeah. let everything settle and, yeah. you know, have more time to ruminate. Like, we, yeah. once again, for everyone listening, we are recording this... 16 hours oh, after yeah, these we are saw very it.
0: Scrappy thoughts. Oh,
2: my Lord. Uh, I really enjoyed him as the analyst. I thought he yeah. was nicely passive aggressive. Yeah. And also, you know, when poor Thomas at this point is saying, you know, am I crazy? And, you know, I was like, well, we don't use that word here. <laughs> and it's like, oh, shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just shut up. did <laughs> not <him> feel crazy. <laughs> but I also liked how, um, you know, he he controlled the Matrix in a very different way. Yeah. uh and I, I liked Neo not being able to exactly do the things that he wanted to do. Mm. Like there, there is a there is a cute moment when he's like, "Oh, I still know kung fu," <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is nice. But you know, this world has changed, and it is harder to a kind of rules. maneuver. Yeah. yeah, and I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, which returning character was the most insane? Jada Pickett Smith as Naomi or Lambert Wilson
0: as the Mervynian. Oh, the the Mervynian. Uh, Merv- I could not understand a fucking word he was saying. I was, could neither it, could I. It was just it was and it was too. At that point, it was too like bubblegum insanity. Like but, there was too much going on. It was like oh okay. Um,
2: I you know as someone who does not care about the sound mixing in a Nolan movie, <laughs> I did not care that I could not understand a word he said because I was so busy overwhelmed. A that he was back. Be that he looked like a fucking <laughs> crazy asshole. Yeah, I know, he did look like Tom <laughs> of Bedlam. And And also, it
0: was just like, it doesn't matter what he's saying. Yeah. He's yeah, just talking. Yeah, he's just. And he's, no one's yeah. paying him any, any yeah, attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, the, the Jada Pinkett Smith was great because, again, it like, that cemented that everything that had come before it was real. Yes. And, that, and it all had happened. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was really important going for, especially at that point in the story. Yeah. When everything had been unpicked so dramatically. Yeah. To kind of, it, it felt very grounding. I mean, it was, it was again, spoiled hand performance. Yeah. Uh, her hobbling around. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great. But it, it, it I think it was very necessary at that point in the story to have her there and go, oh, yeah. you know, the, the, there's still some stuff that you can hold on to. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, also, an interesting move for... Uh, you know Neo to be brought back after all this time and her first reaction is we're gonna lock him up yeah and you know which is yeah you know so we've, we've talked a lot about how the the forces that push back once they get into a position of power
0: yeah become the staid, boring oh yeah careful yeah, yeah you yeah. know when you know she's also a vestige of the past where it's like you know It's 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 for the young to forge uh, forward and create new paradigms and new ways of being and thinking and doing and it is going to be the old that kind of cling on to no no no, this 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 thing we've got is really good yeah let's just try and protect this and you know there's that thing
2: where, like it was uh, now am I remembering this correctly Uh, it was uh, was it machines or algorithms that are now working with humans or it's it's a combination combination of both both, yeah. And it's funny, isn't it? Like, you know, you hear all the way through the film, it's like, oh, there's bots everywhere. Yeah. Like, so now that's what we're dealing
0: with. Yeah. Which is great as well. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see more of that. Yeah, you know, more of what you know. Like she even just hints the machines fighting machines. There's a machine war that. There's happens. a machine war. Yeah, uh, and I just would love to know that. That you know what was the schism? The machines decided not to betray humans, yeah, but to fight amongst themselves. Like yeah. there's some. You know, give me another fucking season of the Animatrix. Oh yeah, like well, I'd love you- to see. I'd love to see more of this world. I, I feel like this might be it. I don't think this is going to do well. And I feel like we're not going to see a continuation of the story. This will be like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yep, like a big, expensive yep. art house film. It ain't gonna. It ain't gonna pop. I think people are going to hate this. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I think it's going to be the general consensus <laughs> is going to be like, oh, here the fucking Machowski's again. Yeah, like they've had another shot and they fucked it up again. And I yeah. don't think they have. Well, yeah. I don't think Lana has because um, Anna's not involved in Lily. this one. Yeah, Lily, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But it's.
2: Yeah, but it's great. It's great.
0: <laughs> I just yeah. I just don't. I just don't think. You know. I, I. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it'll spin off into video games or whatever.
2: Well, yeah. You know. Yeah. It, it's it's interesting that that's where they wanted the the Matrix world to yeah. go, and yeah. and then the movie references a Matrix world that is a video game. Well, and, yeah, and they've
0: released and that. they released um, the, that. Uh, uh, well, I, don't, I can't remember what the engine's called. The Unreal Engine, <laughs> which it's just it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It looks real. Like, I watched the uh, YouTube clip. Yeah. Like, well, that, was, But that's all it is. It's not a game. Oh, isn't it's it? It's just is, a demo.
2: Oh, that's it. Yeah. Right. Jesus Christ. That yeah. was a lot. Yeah. Um, in, in many ways, I feel like the movie came, comes across as a vibe rather than a coherent story. <laughs> you know? It's like you're, yeah. you're sitting there all the way through it just going, what? Yeah. Like, I'm, 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 I am vibing on this, yeah. but it is going in directions that are, yeah. like, it's... Man, once again, I'm going to have to see this at least twice at the cinema. And I will probably maybe even sneak in a third if I have enough time. Um, One of the issues this movie might face is that the intellectual pursuit of the movie will make some critics laugh at how obvious some of these thoughts are, while other critics will decry it for being impenetrable (laughs) with its outlandish ideas. And I think that's what I love about it. Like, you know, there's going to be, oh, yeah, well, isn't it obvious what they're talking about? And then there's going to be people saying none of this makes any sense. Oh, that's and, already happening. And it's we're right in the middle
0: just going, no, nah, no, nah, we had a really oh, good time. That's great. You know, and, and, and you know, I, I, look, I think it's more similar to Reloaded and Revolutions than it is to the original Matrix. Yeah. In that it's insane, there's big swings and stuff. But I, I, like I said with those two movies, I'm just like, great. Yeah. Give me more of that. Yeah. It's I want still the more, ambition. It's still more interesting than whatever the last Marvel movie I watched was. Yeah. Visually and just idea-wise, it's so funny. Like you know, as
2: I said, yeah, the, the the new Spider-Man movie is, if you are looking at it as a as a template and a script, mm. it's really well put together, mm. really well done, really goes for it, mm. and it's by committee. Mm. And I was. Picking things that were going to happen. Not through being... Not even trying to pick things, but just kind of going, I see what you're doing. Mm. After all this time, I know what you... You're setting something up here. You're setting this up here. Yeah. And there's only one way you can pay this off. And there it is. And you've done it well. Yeah. But I got to the end of it. And I was a bit like... Well, kids will enjoy it, which is good. Yeah. And... uh if you don't want to engage with a movie too much, mm. it will be entertaining, and it will be fun, and it'll be good things to talk about with your kids. So, a, if, so a Marvel movie. So
0: <laughs> no, no, but it's a good one. Yeah, but but all, that's what they all are. But if you want some, but I think this really goes for it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's one of but, the more interesting ones. But it's.
2: But it, they're all movies, maybe. But it's not movie. like this where no. you're. As you said, you're laughing at the audaciousness of some of the storytelling choices
0: (laughs) far out. Um, What was your favourite scene? Uh, Look, that whole first 45 minutes, particularly the committee breakdown of what the Matrix franchise means, I thought was very funny and very audacious. Visually, uh, although I'm not a fan of the real world, quote unquote, Uh, I did enjoy the visuals of Machine City. Yeah, all the the flying weird squids and manta rays and everything were fantastic. Yeah,
2: I was totally into. I I don't even really know what was happening, Mm. but when what was happening to Trinity in that final fight scene where she was turning into oh yeah into bugs. was, yeah, and that was yeah. kind of reverberating. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even sure what was going on. At sea, <laughs> I don't really know either. Like, I need to watch that again. Yeah. I was so overwhelmed by the visual <laughs> yeah. sight of it, and the the actual scene of Trinity and Neo reaching for each other, right. and then the explosion. Yeah, and you like go, "Fuck!" Yeah, that was my favorite I moment. I would love to
0: feel love like that.
2: Oh my lord, <laughs> my lord! All right. Um, our last few segments Segment, who and how Which character do you think you would be And how would you react in their place? <laughs> uh, I, okay. I would have been one of the guys Having a good time at home Who suddenly felt a need to throw himself out of a window
0: <laughs> That's literally what I was about to say <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I'm
2: just recording a podcast oh, Sorry, I have to go and throw myself yeah, at yeah, people yeah. On a motorbike <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel that, yeah. They say that, because, um, you know, that's a very um, uh, common thing, apparently. People uh, wanting to throw themselves off big heights. Yes. And the theory I've heard is that it's part of our um, vestigial monkey brain that's uh, used to jumping out of trees, from tree to tree. Oh, right, right. so there's right. a part of your brain that's like, I can totally make it. Oh, yeah, I can do I can do totally this. do that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> How crazy is that scene? So, So, you know when Bugs is in the Matrix yeah. and she looks up and she sees the guy who's going to step off the building and that person oh, yeah. is Neo. Yeah. Why is
0: she in there? Because she's looking for Neo. and no, she, I think at that point she's a person in the Matrix. Oh,
2: but when she looks up and sees that it's Neo, yeah. that awakens, awakens her, her. in, the, in yes, a pod or in whatever pod. It is. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, that scene of him... Poised to step off the it's building great. with everyone reaching yeah. is... It's a hell of a visual.
0: Well, yeah, particularly when you know that the people reaching aren't reaching because they particularly care that, you know, they're not all his friends going, don't kill yourself. They're yeah. agents within the Matrix going, oh, come on, man. Like, like we need you. We yeah. need you, let's go. Yeah, come we back. need
2: your power to keep yeah. this version yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. ticking along. Yeah. Uh, zero Charisma. Oh... I'm going with the Merovingian. Have a shower, mate. Yes. Just have a shower. <laughs> like, what happened to you? Like, <laughs> I
0: think your teeth. Some of the people with some of the people in IO, it's a bit CW level performance. You know, just kind Class, of classic, classic like, Matrix. Uh, yeah, cl- don't, exactly. don't,
2: don't get too far out of the main characters, mate.
0: Exactly. You nailed yeah, yeah, these yeah. four. Yeah. Let's just stick with these totally, four. Totally. Totally. <laughs> you know, like I, yeah, whatever. I mean, again, it's keeping in the tradition of the Matrix. Sure. Yeah. Some some ropey. Side performances. <laughs> yeah.
2: What was the moment that I leant over to you and I said, This is about comedians? Do you remember me saying that to you? I do, but I don't oh, remember. Oh, God. The part what was, was that? There must have been a. Was oh, it? They were
0: just deconstructing art and the purpose of doing art and all the rest? I think
2: it might have been when uh, Thomas is stuck with that guy who, you know, the one who introduces him to Trinity, you know, that really oh, painful that grotty, character. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He is a fucking awful character and he's.
0: I just mouth I just, I just the name of a comedian at Hamo that I won't say out loud.
2: Yeah, no, but, but um, tickety boo. Yes, you were. You were right on the money because that guy is an asshole.
1: All
2: right, segment better or worse, ruin or improve the movie with one decision. I have, I have an improve. Yeah. I have a ruin or improve, uh-huh. and
0: I have a ruin. Right, or well, have at it. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I, I can tell you what I think would improve it. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to have seen. There's a few things that I would have not even improve. It's just occasionally you walk away from a movie and go, oh, I would have liked, but it's not the version of the movie that exists or whatever. But I would have liked to have seen a little bit more exploration, exploration thematically of where we're at technologically right. compared to the original trilogy. Right. Just how you know. There's a couple of references, but I would have liked to have seen a bit more. Just conversation about. Or everyone living in their individual matrixes now. Yeah. Uh, and I would have liked to have seen um, maybe a little bit more uh, exploration of the rules of this new matrix. Right. Again, it's hinted at, but not really Yeah. heavily delved into. And the fights, but we've covered that.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, to improve it, this is... This is just for a certain subsection of people. I'd have a gratuitous naked Yaya scene. <laughs> just, that, that would be my gift
0: to... Uh, a, a reimagining of the Cave Rave monologue, but he's naked. But he's naked, and it's Yaya. <laughs> um, this is Ruin or
2: Improve. I don't know what this is. I wrote this down as a ruin, yeah. and then I thought maybe as an improve, yes. because I didn't know how you would feel. Uh-huh. Uh, Agent Smith is played by Tom Cruise. <laughs> No cuz Goff was
0: giving me that kind of you know that kind of
1: scientologist hey feel
2: you yeah, know yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah. no I would I think it would have taken it out unless they referenced that it actually is Tom Cruise playing Tom Cruise as Agent Smith yeah and that's too much that would have been like meta 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 you know what would have been meta 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 and we referenced this before that um <laughs> that uh that, that, that Thomas Anderson's side hustle within this world of The Matrix on top of being a video game programmer is that he's also an actor who portrays John Wick. Oh, yeah. Would have been fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) That would have been so good. Um, And then...
2: I would have ruined this movie. I would have brought back every character from The Matrix 3, including Zion. Every oh, one of those yeah. characters. No, no, no.
0: No, yeah. <laughs> G- General fucking... What's his name? Yeah. General Locke? No, yeah. thank you. He, he got referenced. Did he? Didn't he? Didn't, didn't oh.
2: he get referenced as being a,
0: a great man or something?
2: Anyway.
0: I don't know. No, no, because no, um, I think they say that he's resoundingly replaced by Morpheus oh, as he the commander to... of Zion. And
2: didn't Morpheus enjoy that? Yeah, that's what I saying. Yeah, it like, you know what, that's telling me more cave rave speeches. That's what happened after Morpheus got in touch. Zion, you heard me! I was like, all right, mate, fuck, it's 7am it's on a Tuesday. I just want to get a coffee, mate. What are you doing? Uh, our segment, Where Are We Now?, I didn't have time to look up and I didn't even know what to look up like no, where are no we idea. now what do you look up we, we, we're, you know, we're here yeah we're already here yeah. we're, like, you, do we live in a meta world yeah we do like it's yeah, and it's only gonna get more meta like comedy's dead yeah. like from the moment uh, Trump got in comedy's done well, irony's dead that's for sure irony's been fucking yeah. fucking shot in the face yeah um, can you sum up what this movie means to you at this point I've given it a crack go so this is just on a first watch it's about the stories we tell ourselves, and if we're not careful only tell one half of the story, we're possibly going to miss out on a whole life. Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've got to be honest. I'm struggling a bit with this in my own head at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I, look, no, no, no. I don't mean the question. I mean what you just said, the, right. the stories that we tell ourselves. Uh, I'm very much stuck on a very binary narrative at the moment that's quite uh, not good. Uh, so, yes, I will say that that is very true, and I will come at it again... Uh, when we rediscuss at some point. Yeah. Um,
2: just I just quickly looked up the squid bits. I just looked up Io, which I completely forgot to look oh, up. yeah, the
0: moon of Jupiter. Uh,
2: moon of Jupiter is also an, an abbreviation for input-output. Oh,
0: right. Uh, so that's interesting, isn't it? I believe that... Uh, is it Io? I think Io is the moon, I could be completely wrong, that is posited as to be uh, the place that life could evolve... Once the sun expands and destroys the earth, oh, right, Io is right. the next in line. Or Europa? Believe, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I think it's Europa.
2: Uh, Io in uh, Greek mythology was one of the mortal lovers of Zeus. And Argive princess. She was an ancestor of many kings and heroes, such as Perseus, Cadmus, Heracles, etc. The astronomer named a moon of Jupiter after uh, after Io. uh, Yeah. So anyway, uh, I didn't have time to look that up, and to be honest, had not thought about. Just
0: quickly type in is Io ice moon. Oh yeah. Hang on a sec. Keep talking. Blah blah blah. Well, if I'm if I'm if if what I'm saying is if it's not Io. It's uh, one of the other moons. But the, the the idea is that they think that there's microbial life oh, yeah. under the ice. Is that right? Here we go. Because that will feed into the theme of the... Yes. It is,
2: that, it is the moon uh, I'm thinking of. Well, hang on. So it's the innermost and third largest of the four Galilean moons of right. the planet Jupiter, yeah. slightly larger than the moon. Io is the fourth largest moon in the solar system, has the highest density of any moon, and has the lowest amount of water by atomic
0: ratio oh, okay. of any then known not, astronomical it's object. It's not that one. Uh, there, there is a moon that, uh, yeah, it's, it's basically frozen, So, but they think there might be liquid water under the, um, the ice. There's like signs that, that there Europa. might be microbial life, and the idea is that when the sun expands uh, and Earth is no longer habitable, it will melt the surface ice on Io, yeah. and uh, life will have an opportunity Right. To uh, evolve. It has over 400 active volcanoes
2: and is the most geologically active object in the right. solar system. Okay. So that's interesting. So, yeah,
0: not, not a place for life. Not a place
2: for life. Uh, more squid bits. I've already told you about the, what I realized about the trailer in hindsight. Yeah. In February 2015, Lily Wachowski called uh, Return to the Matrix a particularly repelling idea in these times when studios preferred <laughs> to green light sequels. Reboots and adaptations over original material. March 2017, The Hollywood Reporter wrote that Warner Brothers was in the early stages of developing a relaunch of the franchise with Zach Penn in talks to write a treatment, and were keen to get Michael B. Jordan to star. Penn wasn't interested in a reboot or remake, with ideas bouncing around just exploring the universe, a prequel about a young Morpheus, or a sequel from a descendant of his. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that he didn't but at least he sounds like he wasn't trying to, you know, butcher it. At the Berlin International Literature Festival in 2021, Lana said that Warner Brothers constantly approached them every year to make a new Matrix sequel, but they weren't interested because they felt the story was over. Then, in 2019, the Wachowski's parents both died, and Lana also had a close friend die in between her parents' death. Mm -hmm. One sleepless night, after being incapable of processing her grief, Lana felt if she couldn't have her parents back, she could at least have Neo and Trinity back, no. And it brought her great comfort to see them alive again. Lily declined to return because of work on Showtime's uh, show Work in Progress, but gave her blessing to everyone to come up with a story even better than the original. I think she's also just taken some time out from the entertainment industry to find herself and oh, yeah, have yeah, some yeah, time yeah, yeah. to uh, reevaluate where she's at. Uh Jessica Henwick was cast in Shang-Chi and the new Matrix film at the same time and had to make a decision that she called her red pill, blue pill moment. Ooh, interesting. Good choice. Yeah, good choice. Good like, You're probably choice. in the movie that's going to make a third of what that movie made. Oh, yeah, will probably you tank were, your career. <laughs> but if it's any consolation, you were fantastic. It's a better movie than Shang-Chi. Yeah. A more interesting movie yeah, than yeah. Shang-Chi. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's supposedly a scene with Tom Hardy in the background film, but it's unclear if that scene is in the finished film. That's crazy. It's crazy. I think maybe they were filming Venom and The Matrix in San Francisco at the
0: same time. Right, okay. So it's just a little, hey, what are you doing? Do you want to stand over here? Right. Hey, I'm Tom Hardy. Oh, have you seen Venom, by the way? No. I, I, I was in a mood the other night. I'd watched fucking 20 Bergman movies in a row. Yeah. I was like, I just need some I need some fast pap. food, mate. Yeah, and I watched it. Which one? The, the sequel? F- the f- no, i have I've never, yeah, never seen the first one. So right. I was on Netflix, so I watched it. <laughs> it is... It's crazy. Because mm. it's dog shit. Yes. Well, I can't even say it's dog shit. It, it, it very much reminded me of a late 90s superhero movie. It's that aesthetic. Like, yeah. The, the, but his performance is unbelievable. Yep. Like that movie has no right having a lead performance that good. It's so good. Right. He's so good. Right. Like nuanced, brilliant, funny, everything. Right. Like you really believe that he's infected with this symbiote. It's yep. crazy. Right. Right. If you if you're ever in the mood for just I'm always it feels like a film that you got to be in the mood for it. Late at night, can't be bothered with anything better. And I love Tom Hardy. He's So great. at some point he's great. Yeah. I mean, it's a 12 year old power fantasy. Yeah. If you're over the age of 25 and you're watching Venom going, cool, you need therapy big time. All right. Okay, but, you know. I'll. I'll,
2: I'll sorry, I'll just go write an email to Kevin Smith now. Um, in. <laughs> uh, good on him for still liking stuff. Oh, in March 2020 hates. production was halted due to COVID <laughs> and Lana contemplated never finishing the film and letting it in her words go down as an in- as an incomplete legendary film not meant to be seen by anyone. Oh, like well, that's, that's the point that she hit. Like yeah, right. so I'm guessing and they say however the cast insisted she return and finish the film, but I reckon that sounds like if she was dealing yeah. with I don't want to do this. Oh, hang on, I have something that I need to process, which is the grief mm. of three, you know, parents and a close friend all in a row. Yeah. And then I could imagine COVID stopping it, and you just go,
0: "Fuck this, I'm out." Yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd, I I I I look forward to the behind the scenes scuttlebutt leaking out over this. I'd love to read stuff about how this was all put together.
2: Yeah, um, Carrie Ann Moss said about Trinity. What I always loved about Trinity from the way Lana and Lily created her was I never felt like I was ever exploited. She was never sexualized. Mm. she was this equal partner and their love was a love that went beyond romantic. I think we go even deeper with that in this instalment. Yeah. Her performance. Yeah, like, she's great. Yeah, I, I have an awful feeling that you're right, that it's probably not going to do well mm. because people... It's probably going to have a, a touch of the Mad Maxes about it. It was like, oh, you fucking neutered Neo. Don't you oh, think? Oh, yeah, well, one of the...
0: Well, I mean, look, YouTube's filled with fucking... You know, uh, this the, This is a whole sub-genre uh, of YouTube. That, but, you know, the... Ooh, they're ruining our media. Which, to be fair, there is a bunch of media being ruined. But it, there's, there's a real gross kind of, like, streak to it where the, the, the title of the video was... Um, how woke culture destroyed the new Matrix movie. And it's like, is it woke culture? Is it? Or are you just kind of freaking out that Neo's not but you but, but did you not watch the third film yeah or the second film
2: now yeah. in their defence maybe they were like me and just tuned out after the cave rave but that, that's why I'm a better person than them because I went back and re-watched them and was willing to say that I was wrong and even had a nice conversation with Craig Egan when he rang up and told me that he still liked the cave rave and it was a very mature one and I said you're fucking insane Craig like what are you talking about you're an idiot you're a father Anyway, I'm doing that now because when he listens to this, it'll make him laugh. Anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Keanu said about returning to Neo, what he because uh, they were asking him, what, what do you bring to the role now? Mm. And he said, life experience and all of what that entails. The highs and the lows and all of the in-betweens. For me, I felt like the character and the journey of it is kind of an examination of the past. How do I feel about it and where am I now? What does it mean? What's important? So there was a lot of, not nostalgia, but a reflection and a yearning to understand. Mm. And I reckon that's exactly
0: what he brings to the role. Totally. And that uh, You know That's kind of Like after that Oh I that. feel like you, Oh is that it bits? Yeah I feel like you missed One really good thing Oh what's that uh, So that scene At the end Where they throw Themselves off the building <laughs> I was like Watching it going That is the best Green screen work I've ever seen That looks real You know why It looks so real Oh no Because it's fucking real they chuck themselves off a building. What? <laughs> like 25 times. What, they killed people? No, no, no. no. When <laughs> Neo and Trinity jump off the building at the end, yeah, they're actually jumping off a building. And they're just on wires. But they actually... There's an interview with um, Keanu oh, I didn't on, see that. on Colbert. And oh uh, Colbert's like, what's the craziest stunt you've ever done? And he's like, oh, throwing myself off a building. So they, you know, it was like, yeah, Lana wanted all the beautiful golden lighting uh, and for it to look really real. So they actually did. Oh my
2: god! I had, uh, funnily enough, I've got that bookmark to watch because I got to a point yeah, where yeah. I'm not going to watch things, and then I'd forgotten that I'd bookmarked it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So that, yeah. That's a that's a real thing. Oh my lord! Well, like, it looks great. Looks great. Oh. F- <laughs> Oh, that makes me feel a bit freaked out, actually. I, I, at first, I thought you meant the... Um no, no, not the people. No, no that's, that's clearly not real. <laughs> Uh well what a uh, what a what a way to officially end uh 2021. Yes, very good. Uh you know do you have any other thoughts before we check out of the matrix? If I was
0: going to risk getting covid during a giant surge in cases in Sydney it mm. was only ever going to be for the matrix. Mm. <laughs>
2: yeah, and it was worth it, I it thought. It was worth it absolutely. It was worth it. Well, we will uh be back with uh, young benjamin uh in 2022 and we'll yes. have a whole new space podisy we've already been discussing
0: movies oh i'm very excited about the potential uh potential next ones coming up there's some a good mix
2: there's a really good mix and the uh space podisy uh episodes have been a lot. I'm, I'm glad that we've differentiated them as well 100%, yep. it's made them a lot of fun so uh well merry christmas uh, ben
0: thank you justin
2: That's us, done for the year. Thank you to Ben Elwood for all of his time, work and insights on the podcast. He's been fantastic this year, hasn't he? And uh, also remember, he's got his project coming up, which is going to be spectacular. The one that uh, I told you about on a previous podcast. He's working with our friend Sean and whoo. Anyway, we let's not get ahead of ourselves, but uh, when Ben is ready to talk about it, and I think that will launch maybe mid-January or towards the end of January, we'll do more about it then. But anyway, that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, he will definitely be back here with the continuation of our David Lynch series and a new season of Space Odyssey. I'm looking forward to the break so we can return refreshed. And ready to go. A big thank you to TTL for being our Patreon subscriber of the episode. Mate, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you see the new Matrix movie, please let me know what you think. All of you, actually, share your thoughts, either at our open or private Facebook page. Anyone can join the private Facebook page. It's just a page where we can feel free to talk uh, and not worry about spoilers. I know this movie is going to be divisive, but I loved it. I had a lot of fun in it. And I'm fascinated to hear your thoughts when you get around to seeing it. I'm recording this the day before I fly back to Adelaide. So I'm going to head home, have some downtime, have some family time. But over the next couple of weeks, there will be uh, a few mini podcasts, probably one a week, that will keep you In the loop until we return properly in 2022. You might want to subscribe to the podcast because there's a possibility that I'll forget to tell you on social media when they're ready. So I'll try to remember, like I'll do my best to remember, but if I'm catching up with family and stuff like that, I kind of want to make that my priority. So in case I don't, maybe subscribing is the best way to keep an eye out for them. Thank you for all of your feedback, uh, for all of your emails, for your tweets, for your comments. I'm so happy that you've been wrapped with this season so far, and I love hearing your thoughts on the movies, TV shows, music, all the stuff that you're enjoying out there. I hope you have a safe festive season, and you can uh, spend it with those people that you love the most. Let's finish today's podcast with a quote from Lana Wachowski talking about the origins of the Matrix resurrections. I couldn't have my mum and dad, yet suddenly I had Neo and Trinity, arguably the most important characters in my life. It was immediately comforting to have these two characters alive again. And it's super simple. You can look at it and say, okay, these two people die, and okay, Bring those two people back to life and oh doesn't that feel good yeah it did it's simple and this is what art does and this is what stories do they comfort us and they're important have a merry christmas until then